Today, as I said at the beginning of the service, is our annual meeting Sunday, and it's my custom on this Sunday, rather than doing a traditional sermon, to offer a brief reflection and then invite all of you into some conversation about some questions, and then invite you to share some of what you heard or your own answers to those questions. And I've uh, been doing this for a while now, and I have to say this gospel is my favorite one that comes up almost every three years on annual meeting Sunday, because I love this scene with the calling of the disciples and Jesus saying to them, follow me and I will make you fish for people. Follow me and I will make you fish for people. It seems pretty stark, right? Like Jesus comes up, says, follow me, and they just leave everything and follow him. Like, how do they do that? It's, it's really something. And what I want you to think about is that what's actually happening here is that Jesus is calling the disciples more deeply into what they love and more deeply into who they were created to be. We might think like, wow, they just left their, they left their nets, they just kind of left their lives and followed Jesus. But he says, follow me and I will make you fish for people. Jesus is really saying to them, he's not asking them to stop being fishermen, but calling them more deeply into who they are. He's really saying to the disciples, oh, you like to fish? I'll show you fishing. Now you're really going to fish. Now you will fish for people. So it's actually calling them more deeply into who they are. More deeply into who they were created to be. Not calling them to abandon who they are, but to follow Jesus more deeply into the essence of who God has called them to be. So on that note, I want to invite you to imagine Jesus calling you, right? Imagine Jesus coming up to you and calling you more deeply into who you were created to be, calling you more deeply into what you love to do. So now imagine, as you respond to this call, that the year ahead is one in which you grow more spiritually than you ever have. And a year from today, on annual meeting Sunday, you have an abiding sense of being who God called you to be, and that you are doing the work that God has given you to do. So imagine that a year from now. A year from now, if you've done all that, if that's happened, imagine it, what are you doing differently a year from now than you're doing now? What has changed in your life? So I want to invite you to gather into groups of two or three or four if you need to, and if you need to move so you're seated with people, and just take a few moments and imagine that, that you've had this incredible sense of growing into what God is calling you to be and growing more deeply into the essence of who God calls you to be. What are you doing differently a year from now? What has changed? Talk amongst yourselves.
All right. I'm going to come through the congregation with a microphone and invite you to share either something you heard or, or how you yourself answered this. If you heard, if someone says something and you thought that or you heard that also, you can just say amen so we don't have to hear the same thing 20 times, but uh, we can just affirm it by saying amen. So I'll come through the congregation if any of you want to share uh, your own response or what you heard. I'll start this off. Our little group here uh, in the front, I thought a very good analogy that I didn't get your name. Gil said was um, that he would like to fish in different ponds this year for different people outside of his business pond. He'd like to be exploring different ponds where there would be different people that would give him some um, growth in his life. Um, some of us had talked about trying to be less judgmental in every, every aspect of our life, judging people, judging situations. Um, personally, I would like to stop listening to the media, <laughs> just turn it off <laughs> for an entire year and just see what happens and trust that um, our leaders are going to make good decisions on our behalf. I don't know. I worry. Um, that was us. Awesome. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> um, I think all of us are looking to maybe do a, a little less, not to learn to say no <laughs> more frequently so you can do a better job at the things that you say yes to and um, and that way contribute back and and at least one of us is looking looking to change a volunteer opportunity to to do more hands-on give back and work with children so that's a good thing awesome. thank you one of my favorite quotes is by E.M. Forrester and he says you must be willing to give up the life we have planned so to see the life that is waiting for us and I feel like we need to have room in our lives to have God tell us what he has planned, and we must make that room for him. That was a good one. Um, I have something pretty similar to that. I mean, maybe not quite as eloquent, but uh, we were talking about how, um, you know, we have so much comfort here, and we have so much sort of tidiness and this beautiful place, and what the gospel sort of calls us to do is to be uncomfortable and to be outside of what, maybe is what we want and what we want to be tidy. So maybe a year from now we'll have changed some things in ways that we can't predict and have welcomed it. So. Awesome. Never give up. <laughs> don't make a living at the expense of making a life. And don't make a life at the expense of making a living. Yeah. Believe. Believe in everyone around you and everything you do. And you can never give anything and win life because it always comes back to you. And always help others. Greater to the, to the extent that you can help yourself and win. Amen to that. Uh, two points, uh, other than amen, amen, amen. Um, we talked about how best to integrate our work life along the same line uh, into our family lives. And secondly, we talked about how you can pursue 
what you really want to be doing, not just what you were trained to do. Mm. Thank you. Um, I didn't talk about this with my partner, but I read something this morning that said, um, sort of advised to always look, always assume goodwill from others, even when they're frustrating you or making you mad or doing you wrong even, and assume that people are really doing the best they can. Um, so I'm going to try and do that this year <laughs> with all the people who frustrate me, even maybe in the media, maybe try <laughs> in the news. <laughs> Awesome, thank you. All right, well, Ethan's comment um, le leads me a little bit to the uh, second question. Apologies to the choir and altar party in the interest of time. I'm gonna focus on the pews, but I hope you're, but I can't wait to hear what you have to say later. So kind of along the same lines as the individual question, but now I want you to imagine St. John's a year from now. And imagine that as a church, we are helping people find their calling, God's call to them, Jesus, how Jesus is saying, come follow me to them in a new way. And imagine that as a church community, we have moved even more deeply into God's mission for St. John's, doing the work God has called us to do. I, I think we're already doing that, but imagine that we move even deeper, right? It's always a process that we're moving even deeper into the God's call for us as a church. So a year from now, if we do this, what are we doing as a church? What has changed at St. John's? So invite you back into your conversation. So a little more focused on St. John's rather than your own spiritual life. Uh, I would hope that not only are we reaching out to people outside our community, but that we're also reaching out to those in our community that might be either elderly or, believe it or not, poor or struggling in any way, that we would focus not only outside but inside as well. All right. This is an overwhelmingly big dream, but um, I would like to see all the churches, all the service groups get together, figure out a solution, raise the money, and get some housing for the mentally ill homeless. That means work, though. We'd have to yeah. get it organized. But I'll, I'll that would solve it. a lot of problems. It would. Housing for the homeless, especially those who are mentally ill. We talked about lots of things, um, but in general, that we each need to be focused, if we have a particular role, on finding and training others to welcome those that are not so hands-on to become involved. It's not just a case of stepping away and saying, somebody else can do it, but we have to find ways of reaching out to people, not just a notice in the bulletin, but a one-on-one -on -one conversation with drawing people in to, to be the potential they could be in that first question. Awesome, thank you. Uh, we came up with uh, that a year from now, St. John's is still not comfortable with, with what's going on around them, that we, we continue to hear and see and feel uh, what's going on in the community and react to it. Amen, love that. 
Um, we were talking about um, a little more, closer. Oh, um, more intergenerational contact. Um, we're missing the contact with the young people and young children, um, and also more diversity in the congregation. Um, I'm not sure we really articulated how St. John's would work to do this, but I think we all feel that there's an opportunity to learn more about how to talk, especially in the area that we live in with others about our faith and, mm. and how to share that um, and to, to hopefully open doors wide for people who maybe aren't already here in the church with us. Hi, yeah, we spoke about uh, not only the, like the programs of helping the homeless and, and feeding uh, the poor and all, but also of uh, growing this community within St. John's and our own experiences of where we came from with other spiritual traditions as well as other physical places having moved here. And uh, we have to uh, remember kind of that tradition of that people were somewhere else and, and that are now part of this and that this is what we can use to help bring people here. Great, thank you. So um, St. John's used to uh, serve two Saturdays a month at St. Vincent de Paul, and we lost one Saturday because we didn't have enough people to serve. So we do it one Saturday now. So in a year, I'd like to see us get that second Saturday back because we have so many people who want to help serve at Saint Vin lunch at St. Vincent de Paul. I wasn't in a group, but um, I personally would like to see a very stronger communication and relationship with our sister parish in Malawi and to have more people really get involved and understand and know our brothers and sisters over there. I didn't want to speak because our conversation was basically what you just said, which is uh, in a very secular Marin, how do you talk about, how, how are you proud of your th faith and not shrinking away because you're the church lady or you're not cool enough. Um, but on a personal note, I, I would like to, I'm coming off vestry this year and I just want to share and reiterate how, what a rewarding experience it has been for me and how it has deepened my church experience. So I know we filled all the slots for this year, but if you're thinking for your future deepening engagement, it's something to keep in mind. Our, our group discussed diversity, echoing one of the other comments and uh, both seeing more diversity within our congregation, but also thinking about, um, because we're proximate to more diverse communities, maybe reaching out and having a relationship with another existing faith community, you know, nearby us that's diverse, sort of like somebody said, maybe a sister church that's close by in addition to our sister church in Malawi and deepening those relationships. Awesome. Um, I've been a member of this congregation for over 50 years now, and uh, excuse me if I call you out. We, um, we say that we want a more integrated congregation. Uh, we want to be involved with other races, and um, yet we don't take advantage of opportunities that are offered. Yesterday, Amy sponsored a group meeting here whose goal is to go out into the community and be present with them. And 
I see it at St. John's all the time. We offer all kinds of programs that are not taken advantage of. And I think we really need to look in our hearts and see, are we serious? Can we carve out time of our busy schedules to do the things that we say we want to do? I really have my doubts. So please, prove me wrong. Well, I think that's a good one to end on. Amen. <laughs> may, uh, may we continue to be a house of prayer for all people, hydrating the souls of everyone who comes here and reaching out in love to our community. Amen.